Let me just say before I get this intro started, you should be happy I'm here. Honestly, you should be happy I'm here because I really want to play Pokemon. Spotify is doing this thing now where every episode asks a question or it like automatically has a Q&A thing. So in the Q&A thing, so tell me what starter you picked. I picked Fuecoco, Fuecoco Master Race, TBH. Uh, I like Quaxley. His alternate forms look exactly like the last blue Pokemon from Sword and Shield, but yeah, Fuecoco is god tier, um, and his evolutions are epic. So, uh, <laughs> the real reason I'm doing this intro is because this episode is sponsored by Holiday Kirk. He joined the Patreon, he um, runs a New Metal Moment page on Twitter, the crazy-ass New Metal Moments, it's huge now. And he has a Patreon new metal agenda, so check him out. He joined our Limp Biscuit episode. I'm doing it in the intro here because I forgot to in the regular episode. I remember halfway. You'll hear me remember, so. And also, I want to say, we now have a Discord. We were going to do a Discord for the Patreon once we hit a certain number of subscribers, but since Twitter is, um... Uh, well, Donald Trump's back on Twitter, so you kind of know what's going on with that. We have a Patreon now. There will be a link in the description. should be pretty easy to find, and that link should be infinite, so you can always click on it and join the Discord. Um, so yeah, that's my intro. Join our Discord. We'll be talking, you know, I'll be in there sending messages as if it's Twitter, basically. Just talking about whatever I'm doing, and I'd love to talk with y'all about the show or about movies, video games, music, all, all the stuff we talk about on this show. I'd like to talk with you on Discord about. So yeah, thanks for listening, and here's the show now. <laughs> Let's do the show. Let's just jump into it. <laughs> okay, Philip DeFranco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, welcome to me and Puke. I'm Jake. I'm Ivy. I'm Jackson. And yeah, we're here again another week, another miserable fucking week in our lives. Culminates oh, in this goddamn motherfucking podcast where we talk about some fucking music and other shit that just doesn't matter none of this matters people and i want you to know that and i want you to know that when it's over you'll never see the rest so what's it matter what's it matter yeah just throw in the last episode already just make it a clip show or some shit whatever (laughs) you think the last episode of this podcast will be a clip show (laughs) yeah Like, it, it'll be like one of those sitcom episodes where it's a clip show, but it's just built around the characters reminiscing. So we'll or just... Be... <laughs> Remember I when think my favorite reviewed... clip show... Yeah. My favorite one was the Clerks animated series where they did a clip show on the <laughs> second episode. <laughs> where they just reminiscent all the fa- uh, times from the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. They're like, yeah, this happened last week. I mean, that's a good bit, don't you think? Steal it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's steal it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, sorry for that bleak intro. I've just been feeling dead inside. It's okay. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I brought it up. I don't want to talk about it either. <laughs> you want to use the podcast as like a therapy hour? Uh, no, yeah. I will never do that. I think we'll just. Isn't that how white people, or sorry, white men, like vent through podcasts? <laughs> Yeah, 
high value white man. I'm sad. You know who's fucking great? Jordan Peterson. <laughs> now, imagine this. I'm gay and epic. Let's see who cancels who, woke moralist. <laughs> I was thinking, so I've been trying to think about, like, like fake Limp Bizkit bars, and I, I got something in my head, and it, it's like the end of a bar, and he's like, <laughs> my name in your mouth, like a turkey sandwich. Like, <laughs> like I need something to go before that. <laughs> I just, like, he would say some shit like that. Like a turkey sandwich. <laughs> I'm fucking your dad. Call that a manwich. <laughs> no. Ours. <laughs> Call that a Is Fred Durst in the room right now? <laughs> you seen Fred Durst's sex tape? No. Is that I real? Have. Yeah. Who's he fucking? I don't know. Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that meme of that guy pointing the gun at himself saying, don't trust him anyone not even yourself <laughs> i want conan to do well i guess conan retired his show or whatever but he used to Did do he? a segment where he played video games with celebrities and i want him to play like portal 2 with fred durst he's like yo <laughs> you ever i seen... don't understand these portals <laughs> you ever seen the tommy wee show <laughs> yeah i have <laughs> that's just the same thing i try i remember he played dark souls in mortal kombat so explain what, what you're talking about for people who don't know what that is. So the guy that made The Room, Tommy Wiseau, yeah. in 2011, he had a show called The Tommy Show, <laughs> where he is abducted by aliens and he's forced to play video games. It's like, you know, those videos on uh, TikTok or whatever, where they give monkeys like tools and they film them using the said tools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that, but they gave him a PS3 controller. Sounds like Fox News. <laughs> uh, Evil Dead is free on the Epic Game Store right now. I paid 40 bucks for that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> when I saw it was free, I said, ha, 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 ha. Jackson wasted his money. <laughs> when did this come out? Uh, when was May? Oh, uh, six, six months, months ago. ago. Yeah. And <laughs> this game came out six months ago. <laughs> I remember the last time I played it, I glitched and I was just downed, but I was able to run around while being downed. <laughs> so it just looked like I was just like sliding like it's Vanquish 24 7. And the <laughs> enemy couldn't even hit me because I was down the whole time. I'll tell you what, the Epic Games Store, good value just to have an account alone. Like, I checked my library recently, and I have, like, 240 games. And I have, the fuck? I have not bought anything. <laughs> I get the free games every week, so. That's the one game I bought from Epic. <laughs> and I still I got it. I just play a lot of Fortnite. Not, just don't buy anything <laughs> from Epic. <laughs> It'll be free. Yeah. I have 6,000 uh, hours in Fortnite. 6,000? No, I'm just kidding. I have like 200. <laughs> I was about to say, like, the fuck? You've spent $200 on Fortnite? No, I spent roughly $600 on Fortnite, but that was back. Uh, Hello? That was back when it came out. Uh, I can't say, like, I, I was good with my you money when I was that like type, 19. type of money when it came out? It wasn't even that good back then. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, season one and two was kind of fire. Like, I bought mm. those skins and I was like, drip the fuck out 
<laughs> cranking nineties, shitting on kids. The, I was on top of the world. The John Wick season... skin. <laughs> oh, I got that one. You know, I got the John Wick skin. And then, and then season four came out, and then all the kids started shitting on me, and I was like, "What the fuck's going on here? I'm not spending more money on this. I'm losing now. <laughs> I don't like this game. Sucks." There should be an option where you pay a microtransaction to automatically win the game. That's true. <laughs> that it's would, when you buy the LeBron skin. That would really change up the competitive, you know, battleground. That's what that's what League did recently. <laughs> League of Longins? They just, I don't know, for one role in the game, you, you have a Pokemon where you start to help you clear minions, and it just does the game for you. Cool. <laughs> Yo. It's fucking, fucking. <laughs> it's fucking Mickey. Charizard. Yeah, Charizard there's three Pokemon. There's a red, blue, and green one you can choose from. Fuck yeah. And they just do your objective for you. New Pokemon came out. What's your What's your Gen 1 starter? Gen 1 starter? Yeah. I gotta say, gotta I'm, be, uh, I'm a Charmander, man. I'll say that right here, right now. It's, it's gotta be Charmander. Yeah, Maybe I'm Bulbasaur kind of... if, I'm, if I'm feeling kind of uh, fruity that day. <laughs> I'm kind of a Bulbasaur gal. I really like Ivysaur. Maybe I'm more like Squirtle. I love Charizard, but I do also love Blastoise. He has guns on his back. That's kind of fire. He's like know, the most Digimon chose Blastoise. Pokemon. Those kids that chose Squirtle, like they sat alone at the lunch table. <laughs> yeah, so that yeah, sounds perfect for me. <laughs> used to fucking bully those goddamn. I had a Charmander keychain on my backpack as a kid. That got me so many. Out. That got me so many bitches <laughs> at recess. Jackson's like sitting on top of the fucking I got, slide. I got so many Tamagotchis from that. <laughs> Be the father of my Tamagotchi, please, Jackson. Jackson said so no many down the slide. So many friend requests on Club Penguin. <laughs> All the bitches came to my igloo. Throwing oh, fucking God. parties. All right, what color uh, puffle did you have? I never played I that. The black one. Jake. Yeah. Jake's the type of dude that actually like played World of Warcraft. Fuck like, you. <laughs> yes, I was, but fuck you. Jake's the type Kids of dude like... could sleep in a bed, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, he doesn't even sleep in a bed. He sleeps in a race car. <laughs> I wish. That'd be sick as hell. Like fifth grade, he's like, I'm playing World of Warcraft. And the kids are like... Okay, okay it was this. not that early. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, it was fucking virgin. Middle school Yo. is when I Perma virgin. A perma virgin. You'll have a, <laughs> You'll have a virgin with rage. Webkins back in the day. Yeah, yeah I had webkins. Didn't have <laughs> Club Penguin. <laughs> I was a fucking spy in Club Penguin. I waited so long to get into that goddamn spy program. That shit was fire. <laughs> What the fuck? Man, I was Rock Hopper's number one fan. I sucked his dick daily. <laughs> Ty got in. Bottom. <laughs> Bottom for him. And the only reason why he came to the island is because of me. I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. <laughs> Some you pirate dude. I'm, do you remember your name from Club Penguin or any Webkin's shit? Uh, My name was Jack Black 32. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't know if I want to say mine. I think I was like the Pablo forty three. <laughs> the the Why? Pablo. Your name, your name's I don't not know. even Pablo. I, it wasn't Pablo before. It's not Pablo now. I don't know. It was my fucking MySpace name too. I don't know why. Like fucking right, stupid. I was like free? a child. 
Pablo is a pretty dope name. Not gonna lie, but <laughs> little pe- little penguin and uh, that's the penguin in fucking backyard against right Pablo. Yeah, I I don't <laughs> that penguin does not feel Hispanic coded to me. <laughs> so I always found it weird that his name was Pablo. <laughs> He's a child. He I wish he lived in a pueblo. <laughs> he hasn't developed his Hispanic. He hasn't developed <laughs> a culture yet. That's what? what I'm saying. He has no culture yet. He's a child. <laughs> Well, what kind of fucking what? penguin lives in Mexico? Tell me that. <laughs> Riddle me this, uh, backyard again. Yeah, I'm about to see if there's any penguins that live in Mexico. <laughs> there's gotta be at least when one. Did, I, did any of you guys actually watch that? That was, like, after my time. What? Backyardigans. I watched it because of my baby sister. Yeah, okay. That's what they all say. <laughs> sure, yeah. I was watching it for the um, lore. <laughs> sorry, uh, I was actually watching My Little Pony because my little sister was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Uh, oh. This shit ran for nine years? Holy fuck. Had a dope-ass theme Who's song and everything. pink bitch? What? Oh, that's, uh, that's, fuck. Uh, Is that actually wanna... Christian? Uniqua? Yeah, Uniqua. Uniqua that's her name. Uh, Who is this? She's like a weird. What animal is this? Squash that bitch. You <laughs> love unique. Look. Why does she have like, overalls that are the same like pattern and color of her skin? There's Pablo, Tyrone, Uniqua, Asha, uh, Austin, Chris Chan, Boinga's mom. <laughs> Boinga's mom was played by Alicia right. Keys. What? There he is. Who's Alicia Keys? <laughs> The, the fucking singer? <laughs> no, it's she's just Boinga's she mom. That's why she's just skeleton keys. What the? F- look at Boinga's mom. Hold on. Some dude actually woke up, uh, came in a pussy, what and the nine fuck months later called him Boingus. <laughs> fucking Boinga's mom. Okay, she keys. Okay, we've gone way off track. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Backyardigans. Yo, Pablo dripped the fuck out in his photo. Good lord. We really do be the preschool podcast right now. <laughs> Three preschoolers discussing their favorite shows. Wow, no, did you see Octo fucking... Octonauts? <laughs> <laughs> did you see today's episode of Paw Patrol? Hey, yo. They saved the day. Huh? Don't disrespect Paw Patrol like that. ACAB <laughs> includes Paw Patrol, motherfucker. <laughs> yo, Jake, why does man look like you? <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> roly poly oly you're busting out roly poly oly right now this is God unnecessary damn, i just thought you posted a picture of jake good Fuck lord off. Uncanny. <laughs> i don't look like roly poly you, you look like a character from reboot <laughs> <Fuck> you. <laughs> yo isn't this a segment we're supposed to we're, we're like supposed to talk about shit we've been doing who cares anymore <laughs> <laughs> It's like, what does it matter if I watch some fucking movie? I fucking miss Casey. <laughs> what? Why? What's Casey you got play... that we don't got right now, eh? Uh, we were playing Deep Cock Galactic, and that shit was fire. Casey got me drunk as shit, and I passed out, and then he danced on a barrel. What is Drunk that? in the game, or? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got, hey, deep, he, he, he bought me a bunch of drinks, Galactic. I got drunk. Then I went to dance and I passed out and then Casey danced on a barrel and then I sobered up and then we went on a mission. It was sick as fuck. Killed a bunch of bugs and hopped around in caves. It was dope. Got out Casey with that one. Thanks for making Deep Cock Galactic. Uh, what is that game? You work for a company called Deep Rock Galactic and you're dwarves. There's like four classes. 
and have unique abilities. And then you take missions and you go complete objectives and mine shit uh, in a procedurally generated level. And then you fight so a bunch a of fucking... roguelite? No. I get... It's not technically a roguelite because you don't get like upgrades. You get like different things that you can unlock by playing the game but you don't actually like get upgrades while you're playing you just kind of go in with whatever equipment you equip and then you do your objective based mission oh, uh, it's like left for dead get... yeah yeah it's closer to like left for dead apparently returnals coming to pc well, well, that's awesome ragnarok come to pc and does that mean yeah. you'll sell me your playstation 5 jackson because you said they... you would sell me it when Returnal comes to PC. <laughs> that would mean I have to buy the game again. Which... <laughs> you said it. I... <laughs> the contract Fuck was made. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> One time I sold Jackson you... a PlayStation 4 for $200 <laughs> and some Nike shorts. And those shorts were, were good as hell. They lasted a long time. I think we talked about Fuck you, motherfucker. I'm the king. <laughs> Let's not talk about those videos. <laughs> so like, you ain't seen some skills like I have. Shut up! You're you, that video is very racist. <laughs> Can you pass me some ketchup at least? <laughs> no. For these harsh browns you're serving me. If, oh my god! What the fuck? <laughs> he's like, he's reciting sick animation videos. <laughs> Uh, yeah, God. they haven't aged well. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they have not. <laughs> Most things from the old era have not aged well. <laughs> the old internet, except for uh, the Ultimate Showdown, that's always a bop. <laughs> I oh, watched yeah. the Ultimate Orgy first. <laughs> that's a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Ultimate Orgy. My mind was blown when I watched the Ultimate Showdown. I was like, this Why? can exist. Like, it was so cool, and it had all this animation and all these characters I knew. <laughs> and I was like, They had Whoa. to pay serious money to have all those characters. It's like seeing your first internet thing. Like, like you yeah. watch cartoons your whole life, then you go on the internet and see something like this, and it's like, whoa, this is entirely different. Do you so, remember your first YouTube video? My first YouTube video? You ever watched? Because uh, I do. I ever watched? No, not really. Yeah. Mm, what, if I had to guess... It was probably a Three Days Grace song. <laughs> yeah. uh, probably a Lego animation for me. Oh, no, now I know. It was fucking, it was the, it was the clay guys. The little fucking uh, clay, clay dude. Claypex, maybe? No. What was his name? No. <laughs> Jackson, isn't that some guy that's from our town? What? Claypex. <laughs> Who? Clay World. Is maybe yeah uh, yeah clay, clay world fucking pancake mine yeah clay i think world. you're right i, I was also obsessed with this i fucking love clay world that shit was dumb as hell rotted my <laughs> brain and then and then the the next thing i knew i was watching naruto and sasuke kissing compilations <laughs> and now i'm now i'm gay and trans how much did y'all get down with the YouTube poops? Very. <laughs> <laughs> I like the YouTube poops. Never, never got into those. I was way more into AMVs. Um, Gay. Three Days Grace animal I have become set to Naruto. Yeah, we're in for a good night. Sasuke <laughs> fighting uh, set to Paramore. <laughs> How's it feel? 
um, we should talk about news or something. Uh, we'll be right back. This is news. We'll be right back after the break. <laughs> What's up? This is Holiday Kirk from New Metal Moments, and you're listening to Mutant Puke. Hey, we're back after the break. Um, what? Uh, I don't have anything. We can talk about. Uh, okay. <laughs> we can talk about Twitter shutting down. Oh, Twitter! Twitter. Twitter's broken. Elon Musk ruined it. It sucked already. I don't care. Am I spinning? <laughs> we go back to dig. Dig. I'm going to MySpace. But, uh, if Twitter closes down for real, I it like there really isn't a good alternative, <laughs> like specifically for the type of stuff Twitter provides. Like Instagram, you gotta attach a stupid fucking photo to whatever you're saying. YouTube Ooh. is YouTube. TikTok, it's a video. Like I feel like Twitter is just four chan one step removed. Really, like. <laughs> You can be pre-anonymous on it and just say whatever the fuck you want. And for for that, it's not great, but I, I'm on a tangent. I think uh, we should just all throw our phones away. I was I was listening to an old episode of the podcast that I wasn't on, <laughs> and uh, you you had like you had made some pretty good points about becoming on the phone bad kind of side yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. And um, I'm kind of with you. Like The I older I get, the more phone bad I become. <laughs> it's just Dude, like... They're called cell phones because like, you're a prisoner <laughs> trapped inside the phone. Well, I'm not like, like that, but I'm like, maybe these are having an overall negative effect on our mental health to know about everything going on in the world at all times i don't think humans are supposed to know the things that we know i just don't think nature accommodated for that and i think mental illness is just gonna get worse and worse yeah no i think (laughs) i think you should like pump out more pills and eat swallow them that's the solution you want to do that you just join a frat if you're addicted to, to taking pills, here's a pill for that. <laughs> the fucking Join is. a frat, ma'am. I'm 26 years old. <laughs> Go back to college. It's never too late. I'd My dad went die. to college when he was like 40. Yeah, did he join a frat? Any any real news? <laughs> like, who cares about Twitter? Like Real news? Benjamin Franklin's dead. Benjamin Franklin and I share a birthday. Really? <laughs> yeah. January 17th. <laughs> what, well, when did you learn that? To, uh, I looked up famous people I shared birthdays with, and Benjamin Franklin came up. I'm gonna look that up right now. I just remembered another fucking thing. How about ta- Taylor Swift breaking fucking StubHub or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> Ticketmaster. Oh uh, yeah, same thing. Um, Taylor Swift. Jeff breaks. Goldblum was born the same day as me. That's Hell sick. Yeah. Rapper Shaggy. Spike Jones, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, the redheaded gay guy from Modern Family. Let's go. What? Taylor the Swift fuck? says her team was assured ticket demands would be met for her heiress tour. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> ticket sales for Taylor Swift's upcoming tour have not gone, in the words of the chart topping singer, all too well. Mixed messages, long wait times, and temporary outages on the Ticketmaster website 
left scores of fans frustrated and empty-handed when the first wave of tickets for the 52-date Eras Tour, scheduled for next year and Swift's first since 2018, went on sale Tuesday. Me and the little kid from Stuart Little were, were born the same day. Man, fuck Stuart Little. I hate that fucking bastard. <laughs> Yo, Remy the Rat would kick his fucking ass. And I'd join him, sick. too. <laughs> You'd kick Stuart Little's ass. <laughs> If I had one bullet and a gun, I had to choose between Stuart Little and uh, Uncle Joe from Willy Wonka. <laughs> I told him to line up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great news segment. Let's uh, let's take another break and move on to music reviews. Sorry, Grandpa Joe. My bad. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say that. You're gonna get on a list. Obama. Okay, let's talk about Silithist. Chekhov's gun unloaded. Play the clip. This is from a band recommended by a few people on Twitter. Uh, uh, specifically, I think Hitbox recommended them. They that makes sense. This this song, I don't know. I was expecting something like heavier, probably, but what I got was Cybergrind meets the Postal Service. But also, I kind of loved it. <laughs> I don't know. I really, I really dug it. Actually, I added it to my like songs. What, what did you think, Jackson? You know, when you said the Postal Service, yeah. know, that kind of made sense to me because I was thinking in my head, what does this remind me of? Yeah, you know, I'm kind of glad it wasn't like heavy like that. Yeah. I'm glad it just uh, has more of its own sound and kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't, I could not even tell you what kind of sound this is. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> but yeah, this is uh, strange and I did like it. I also liked it i thought it was like a real interesting take on the genre they define themselves as new jersey post hardcore for the fairies nomads and the forest dwellers so like a whimsical post hardcore and i think that i think that kind of translates pretty well into the track like there's some weird like uh it's not like almost spoken word singing it reminded me a little bit of uh sonic sea turtle in a way that like when i first heard it i was like huh uh, but it kind of grew on me as like the track went on yeah uh i thought the screams were really good and like the instrumental was really fucking cool with all the like like he said like that postal service like bleep bloop Beeps. vibe you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying <laughs> the, the, bleep, bloop, bloop. the chorus, ah! <laughs> the chorus I, I really liked it gave me kind of coheed vibes almost a little bit with the guitar and i like how the beat boops persisted throughout it and then 
the you know the rest of the instruments kind of stop and you just hear the beep boops it was a really cool sound it's very raw i like that yeah silithist good stuff we will be looking out for this um full album or ep they're putting out let's talk about the sounds of animals fighting new single ape shit Anthony Green is back. Uh, let me check my watch a week later with another supergroup. <laughs> LS Dunes came out last week, and here we are with the sounds of animals fighting. Um, I don't. I know a lot less about this group. I know they were around a long time ago, and they're like making a comeback now. Seem pretty popular from back in the day. This track, I like it. I think it's really good, but it didn't really click with me a hundred percent um i don't know why that is or you know my issue but um going from ls dunes to this i'm definitely more on the ls dune side of anthony green led supergroups. i i didn't hate this at all and i'm looking forward to like the full album experience because i feel like this might sound better in in that sort of element and i will just say <laughs> in the bridge anthony green's like I know what you are, <laughs> or whatever, and I just kept thinking about that homophobic dog meme. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, and the it's fruity and the bridge. <laughs> I know what you are. Isn't that one of the things a homophobic dog memes has? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all the, I could think the... about. <laughs> um, but Jackson, what do you think about this track? If I can tell you about all these tracks so far beforehand, I actually like everything from this week. Everything is good, and especially this uh, song right here. I'm not sure. You said it just didn't click with you. Yeah, I just I mean, thought I, I, like a, a post-hardcore-y type of Anthony Green thing I would like more, because that's what I'm used to, but it, I don't know. It just didn't click for me. I thought it was pretty good. I can understand why you didn't think like it's something you're just going to have it on repeat for weeks. I can understand that. I, th- I still think it's pretty solid. I'm interested in seeing more from uh, this unfortunate name of <laughs> this group. <laughs> Why is it unfortunate? <laughs> it's like, hey, what you listen to? Uh, you know, sounds of animals fighting. <laughs> that, that sound. It's like, oh. <laughs> Should I call PETA? That's pretty good. <laughs> Just some monkeys. What? <laughs> Why they got a up-down horse, upside-down horse on the cover? It's an animal. That's true. Yeah. Ivy, what do you think? Uh, this is my song of the week, baby. Whoa. As bow, someone... Bow. Yeah. <laughs> do we got a theme song for that? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I oh, can make do. one. We do get one. So, as someone who didn't really care for the LS Dune side of Anthony Green and thought that was kind of boring instrumentally and, like, Anthony Green was, like, the best part of it, this shit fucking goes crazy. I've listened to this song so many times since it came out. It has that really fucking catchy, like, guitar hook in the beginning that just, like, pushes into the song and then it that shit pops off. You get, like, the two vocals from Anthony Green and then I think, like, isn't... Rich Balling of RX Bandit still in this. I think he's still in this. Maybe I might be wrong. But there's like, you get like the best of every fucking musician in this band. Like nothing, nothing is lazy. Nothing is like pointless. Like every little piece of this 
one song goes fucking crazy from start to finish and it's some of the best shit that i've heard from anthony green in a long fucking time like this is the kind of energy where i feel like he thrives and then backed by such you know prolific musicians because i can't find a list of the current lineup i can only find the 2019 lineup uh which might be the same minus i think one person they Mm. got to join from anthony's solo project someone that's in the band with him on that is finally a member of the sound of animals fighting keely knows the lore on this way better than i do so (laughs) she's probably cringing at me fucking all this up but yeah hearing like that that fucking instrumental just be absolutely insane the entire track and then anthony green like accompanying that super well and the fact that they're going to be playing like live shows again is very 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 exciting like i loved this track and i only have great things to say about it and i cannot wait till this album drops because i liked the last couple the sound of animals fighting records i really really like tiger and the duke and of course the ocean and the sun is also a really really good one and we even talked about doing like a cover mm-hmm. <laughs> of the sound of animals fighting for new witch's tongue so nice. very 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 excited uh, for what they continue to do, to do. <laughs> yeah yeah um, absolutely maybe we should do a discog topsy series on it because uh sounds like it they kind of have a short run so far yeah I just want to say, LS Dunes, that album, I'm even more up on it than I was last week. I like Past Lives now. Like, I've come around to Past Lives even, so really enjoying that record. So I'm glad there's there's an Anthony Green project for everyone out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they're redoing the, um, they're like reprinting one of the Sayosin uh, albums on vinyl too. They just like announced it today, so yeah. You can get that for your nostalgia, too. Can, can I just say that Permanent Rebellion, it's like maybe the best song on the record for me, but it also sounds like it like no other song on the record. Like It's not cohesive to me. It feels different. It feels like a Seosin song, really. Uh, it feels like a cut off their last album they did. I forget what it's called. <laughs> Along the Shadow of Man or something like that. Let's talk about uh, Shallow Pool's Say What You Want. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about this band. Uh, they're just one, you know, a random band I I picked off the timeline that I saw someone was promoting. Different sound than I was expecting. Uh, more, I don't want to say poppier, but uh, a l- not heavy. <laughs> I, I was expecting something heavy from their name for some reason. Um, but no, it it's fun. Uh, female vocalist. Uh, I I just don't have much to say about it, unfortunately. I do like the vocals in this. I think the only thing I probably did not like, you know, the you know the boom claps, uh, drum beats that <laughs> is prominent through it. I, don't know, I feel like it's such an overused uh, beat. That type of like I don't know, it's like dance type beat. I don't know if they. <laughs> I don't know, had a more interesting beat or like change it up, I think I would like this song more. But other than that, I thought it was okay. I've listened to Shallow Pools before. I think Shallow Pools is cool. I never really super got into them, but they have a really nice sound, a really like good, pretty sound that's like easy listening. And I thought this thing was fun. I thought it was like a good release from them. And I, I can't tell. Are they like going to release like a full length? I know they released an EP earlier this year that was like pretty good, but 
I don't follow them closely enough to know if this is like leading up to something or if this is like just a single. Yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> um, but if you're listening and you like their sound from that little clip, there's a link in our description as always. Oh, fuck, I forgot. We have a sponsor for this episode. We, have we a, do. We have a mother freaking Patreon sponsor. Let's go. Holiday Kirk, recent guest on Discogtopsy, the last Limp Biscuit episode. Uh, he runs New Metal Moment on Twitter. He joined the Patreon for $1 a month. Since he joined it, he's the sponsor of this episode. Let's go. Yeah. I'll, Happy motherfucking Fredder's Friday. Fredder's Friday, absolutely. Every Fredder's Friday. Friday, you fucking losers. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you, Holiday Kirk. Uh, for for joining the Patreon. I really appreciate it. And I'll add it to the intro <laughs> that this is your <laughs> sponsored episode because I completely blanked. But yeah, Shallow Pools. Let's talk about Dose's Downpour and I'm going to play Downpour Part 1. Okay, Doses. They their Twitter name is Doses NJ, so they're from New Jersey, and that's why I chose them out of respect for with Sales Ahead, the first New Jersey band. New Jersey. Yeah. Motherfucking wow, New Jersey. Whatever Bobo happened baby. to old Jersey? This... And the only thing I think of with New Jersey is Megas XLR. Cool. That's it. <laughs> Is that show anywhere on the internet anymore? Uh, like, yeah, it, so, someone's probably got like probably, a pirate copy or something. Someone from Malaysia probably recorded on their screen, shaking and everything, <laughs> with uh, their mom vacuuming in the background. Like an old dark side Phil let's play content. <laughs> wow. Uh, doses downpour new album. This, you know what? Uh, we're kind of hard on metalcore a lot. I think this counts as metalcore. It kind of sounds like metalcore to me. We're hard on it a lot, but I kind of like this. It's not fucking doing the bring me the horizon shit, which I appreciate. Uh, it feels more like a back to basics. Just, you know, this is some metalcore shit right here. And I kind of appreciate that from them. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was a good listen. Um, it's not something I'd go back to. Um, but there's a couple of songs on there that I really enjoy. So here's the thing. <laughs> Listen up, motherfuckers. If you're going to write metalcore, this is how you fucking do it. Sheesh. Finally. Finally. A metalcore <laughs> album that is fucking sick. God damn. Bound to nothing. Fire. The <laughs> intro track. Sick as fuck. Downpour part one and two. I came. This shit. <laughs> Is finally the first fucking metalcore album we have gone over on this the entire time I've been on this podcast. That is actually really fucking great from front to back. They have really great screams, good highs, really good lows, cool layering. And then there was one song I'm trying to remember. I meant to write it down, but I forgot. I want to say it, uh, it might be the end of Upside Down. Oh, I can't fucking remember. But they got this one song that has... 
this breakdown at the end of it that's very simple it's a very simple breakdown but the where they put the accents on what they do play is so fucking good like it I hope that when they were in the studio tracking that, they had just they were just making the filthiest fucking face imaginable. <laughs> like, I don't usually give credit to breakdowns because a lot of metalcore breakdowns are super lazy and have been done a million fucking times before. But I, again, I'm sorry I don't remember the exact name of the song. We listened to a, like two and a half yeah. hours of music this week, but uh, yeah. At the end of that song, I was like, ooh, god damn, that is fucking crazy. So I will actually be listening to this album again. This was really fucking cool. Uh, and shout out to them for making the best metalcore album of the year, hands down. It's not even close. Do you guys like metalcore? Listen to it a lot? No. <laughs> no. Oh, I thought I was uh, the only one that <laughs> no. did not. <laughs> So I was about to say, um, if anything, we really need more to... metalcore representation on the show. <laughs> oh. I don't really listen to metalcore at all, but this I think is pretty. You know, I listen to the whole thing. I think that's a positive. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Um, I said earlier, you know, I liked everything from this week. There's nothing I could say that made me change to a metalcore fucking aficionado or a <laughs> believer but i would say this is pretty competent this is pretty good i would uh if someone came out of the street with a knife and said give me one metal chorus album i'd say this all right <laughs> oh by the way it is heathens heathens has a filthy fucking breakdown at the end ah good everyone check that out heathens okay so let's let's talk brock hampton this is gonna be a little bit weird because there's two albums to talk about from one band this week. <laughs> Originally, I wasn't sure if we should do both, but it became clear to me that it was important to talk about both. I'm not very familiar with Brockhampton at all. I like Kevin... Kevin? What the fuck? I like Kevin Abstract. Um, I like his song Empty, and that's basically the only thing I've ever heard from this side of rap or hip-hop. So listening... Let's start with the family. I'm gonna play a clip from the family called RZA. Okay. So this is the first record they announced that was coming out. And this was supposed to be their last record, contractually obligated by their record label. This album is only Kevin Abstract of the group. There are several members of the group, and this one is only Kevin Abstract. And to me, I found it very compelling. I like the story it told. Like it, It's kind of like a post-mortem on the group, slash being fond of the memories slash being bitter about the memories it's complex and kevin abstract is really a fantastic artist so this is a fantastic album standout tracks for me were rza boy band 37th street i think it's called liked all of those songs um i'd say i think i liked the family more than tm 
Yeah. Uh, I think TM was supposed to be their final one, but I think this should have been it, the last TM one. TM was like a surprise final one, I guess. Like, everyone knew the family was coming out, and then, like, the the night before they announced TM. But, yeah, go on, sorry. Yeah, I did. I never listened to Brockhampton before, but you know, I did like this sound. It's, I think they met up through like a Kanye West like yeah. fan form, yeah, huh. which I can I can see through like their uh, samples and like the influence from his music, especially like early on, like pre graduation, the type of uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like samples and sped up samples, and yeah, stuff like that. sped up samples and like high pitched uh, singing. Or it sounds like album the chipmunks. <laughs> yeah. But I did like the performance from uh all forty plus members or whatever. Well however many there well, are. The family it's just Kevin Abstract and I don't know, probably some other people, but none of like the rapping people are on it besides him. They don't they deserve credit too. <laughs> they're they're not on the record. They're on TM, but not this Yeah, one. but they could have been. Doesn't mean they shouldn't get credit. I mean, you look at the story Kevin's telling in the album, and you kind of see why they're not. Yeah, but they could have. Okay, <laughs> they did. It's called TM. <laughs> Ivy, talk, talk about the family. So, I'm actually a huge Brockhampton fan. I, like, hopped on that bandwagon when they started releasing the Saturation Trilogy, and I fucking adore them. Everything they've ever put out, I've really, really loved, and <clears throat> I was... For some reason, I had already thought they had released their final album, hmm. but I remember Kevin tweeting about, they were like, oh, you guys are getting two more albums and that's it, Brockhampton's over. And then I <laughs> thought like after the last one, that was the last one. Yeah. Uh, and then I was surprised. I was like, oh shit, they're like dropping another. And so I went into this listening to it expecting a goodbye. And it felt exactly like you said. It's, it's just Kevin Abstract. So it feels like the way that Kevin like, creates those narratives in his albums like his solo stuff i loved arizona baby i loved american boyfriend those were on high high rotation for me uh back when they came out and so with the family uh this this genuinely feels like a kevin abstract album and like like you said like looking back and you know talking about his experience of like things that he loved things that he hated you know things that were weird and different that he used to complain about and now he's like looking back and like you know some of that shit didn't matter he he has that line about he says like his mom's still in the ghetto but he was talking about uh or he was like complaining because he couldn't get postmates to his mansion yeah. full of his new family and he's like but i gotta look out for my new family so i thought like a lot of that was very like from the heart and just really like raw shit that he brings forward in every album. I'm not very good at reviewing these kind of <laughs> albums because there is so much content yeah. and it's all great. Like I absolutely be listening to this album a ton, but it's more like the story of Brockhampton and less of like the big finale goodbye. And I can appreciate that, especially when they announced TM, uh, which I can talk more once we get there, but yeah, like this was an incredible album. It's an incredible way to go, even if they weren't gonna release the second one. And I'm gonna miss Brockhampton. I never got to see him live. I always wanted to, and now I never will. <laughs> That's like really sad for me. Yeah, I don't know. I can't see them being gone forever. You know, if the uh, Mars Volta came back, I think there's hope for any band. 
But yeah, there is a lot of themes in the album about family and chosen families and stuff like that. It's a great record. Now let's move on to their second album that came out this week, TM, and I'm going to play the song Keep It Southern. Okay, uh, I played the song Keep It Southern because the top comment on Genius is this shit sounds like Bionicles music. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, TM, this album has all the members, or most of them, I believe, um, rapping on it this time. It's not just Kevin, though Kevin is very much front and center is that like typical for a brock hampton record yeah he usually does the hooks okay okay he's like the he's like the deuce <laughs> of their group it's <laughs> yeah, a hollywood undead reference for y'all L- don't listen to undead they say the f slur very prominently <laughs> a couple times uh this album tm it's it's i don't like it as much (laughs) just plain and simple i think it's really good like i think it sounds great i think there's some great songs it has great moments but uh i just really cared for the thematic story of the family more but i can see how fans like like i'm looking i'm reading the genius comments and stuff that's that's where some of the most dedicated fans tend to post and they seem to be loving this shit so i think it's good I didn't click with it like I did the family, but, uh, you know, I'm happy for Brockhampton fans. Sad for them a little bit, too, but, you know. This is a good farewell, I'd have to say, for a band that seems to have touched a lot of people. What do you think, Ivy, about TM? Yeah, so with TM, this actually feels like the final goodbye you know what i mean like the last one i said felt like the story like the recap of and like the struggles uh that they went through and like primarily like kevin abstracts it because it seems like he's been kind of the leader um like keeping things together a little bit and it just kind of feels like bittersweet i guess to listen through this i want to i'll definitely be like listening to these albums a lot more to really get a good grasp on like how they make me feel because yeah. it's because this one feels a little bit more like the like i guess saturation era of brockhampton but instead of angry amir bars everybody sounds kind of sad like <laughs> you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean there's so it's like there's a tone. yeah and and i feel like because usually on the end of the albums, they usually have like one of the like bareface kind of popping off a little bit and doing like a real, you know, hype ass song with with great singing and just these like super catchy like guitar hooks and just like really cool fucking shit. And then on Goodbye, it felt like the opposite. They weren't hyping up for something new and like, you know, like, hey, yo, we put out this shit. It's crazy. Like, wait for the next shit. It feels like legitimately goodbye. Yeah. Like, it's it's somber. It has some really good, like, like I guess orchestral. Is that the way I could describe it? It's not really orchestral, is it? It's more like strings. I, I think it's interesting that Kevin Abstract is not on the final track of this final record, uh, according to Genius anyway. It's Matt Champion and some uh, Joby, maybe is his Joba. name? Joba. Joba, yeah. Yeah. 
kind of interesting to me. Like, maybe his goodbye is the one on his album, and he didn't really feel the need to be on this track. I don't know. Yeah, I think having all the members be able to kind of say their goodbye in their own way and put their last little touches on the songs is really what made Brockhampton special in the first place to me. They've always called themselves a boy band. They are not a rap group. They are a boy band. Yeah. And I love that approach. It feels like a boy band. You actually feel that like there's love for every individual member and like what they bring to the table. I know like a lot of fan favorites were like um, Amir before he left due to controversy, uh, Kevin Abstract, Joba, Matt Champion. But it's just like getting everybody, getting everybody kind of in here, at least the remaining members that are able to hop on the track just like feels like a good, cohesive, somber goodbye. And I love that. And I absolutely want to keep, you know, listening to this and find other things within here because like i said when when the saturation trilogy came out by the time that three was out like i just looped those albums it, yeah. i would start at the first one and i would listen all the way through to the third one and i would just do it over and over again so like i feel like that's something nice. i can do with tm great music this week <laughs> was unsure if we <laughs> because uh jackson you were a maybe and uh, ivy you were a maybe so i was like damn <laughs> solo jake <laughs> episode incoming and just me pissing and farting into the microphone you would have been sighing and then crying. <laughs> and then you're trying to try and build Legos for an hour and a half. Try? Like I, I'd fail at it? Yeah. <laughs> you say, Joy, I wish you had Lincoln logs. <laughs> Why the roof pieces always fall off? I wish I had kinetics. <laughs> Who the fuck wants Holy a Lincoln log? Has any child ever <laughs> wanted Lincoln logs? Me, yeah. bitch. Pre- Depression era, I guess. I'm an engineer now. I love fucking Lincoln Logs. Wow, I'm an engineer. I love Lincoln Logs. I did. Wow, you're so smart. You like Lincoln Logs? Almost I didn't say I was smart. Lego kids. I didn't say I was smart. I just said I uh, like Lincoln I actually Logs. prefer Rose Arts. I think they're kind of neat. <laughs> Crayola kind of gives me a headache. <laughs> yeah, I can't eat Crayolas anymore. <laughs> uh, Rose arts, they just kind of taste, they hit, they hit different. <laughs> I saw a picture of Fabuloso, and the caption said, Why this lean speaking Spanish? <laughs> 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 yeah, I guess that's the end of the show now. <laughs> Please yeah, rate us five the... stars on yeah. Go ahead, Jack. You ever had the spicy Elmer's glue? <laughs> Are you rate talking us... about the clear Elmer's glue? <laughs> rate us the five brown stars. Elmer's glue. The brown Elmer's glue. Rate us five stars on something. Kind of Uber eats, I don't care. Um let's uh the <laughs> Yo, Uber eats me a Mexican pizza, please. Thank you. The episode that never ends. Join us on Patreon for $1 a month. We just finished our series on Limp Bizkit. It's seven parts. It was an incredible journey for all of us. We learned a lot. Jackson's in the first episode. Then it's me and Ivy and Jamie for the rest of the episodes. Plus Kevin joined one. Plus we got Holiday Kirk, the sponsor of this episode, on one. It's a it's a lot of fun. Um, so we got that on the Patreon. Plus a bunch of bonus episodes. Really happy with how the Patreon's looking these days. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got for this episode. We'll see you next week.
We're coming up on the end of the year. We're going to be doing top five albums at the end of the year. It's going to be our last episode of the year, so uh, we're going to have those ready. And if you're listening, you know, I want to know your list. Email it to me. I'll talk about it on the show at some point. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Catch you later, alligator. Ah. Ah. quick reminder please check out that discord there's a link in the description check us out hang out with us okay bye have a good day bye